0: Hello and welcome to Talking Opinions. I am your host, Anthony Livingston Hall. I love music. I love movies. I even love the combo that comes in the form of musicals. Uh, But I hate what actor George C. Scott famously dismissed as a two-hour meat parade masquerading as an awards show. And he not only talked the talk, but walked the walk, most notably when he refused to accept the Best Actor Oscar for Patton in 1970. By contrast, far too many others in the entertainment industry have talked the talk, but then walked like proud preening peacocks in that parade. Take, for example, the way Drake famously echoed Scott's Lament two years ago. He said, in effect, that it was stupid for performers to cover awards from industry suits who clearly don't know shit about their art. He declaimed further that they should be satisfied with music sales and the fame and fortune that follow, which are far more objective measures of a performer's impact than industry awards. I was so impressed, I commented, in Grammys fading into irrelevance, even Drake says so, on February 11, 2019, but I was constrained to note that Drake talked that talk while standing center stage after accepting a Grammy. In doing so, he showed that even he does not have the self-esteem to emulate Scott. Of course, Drake has nothing on Jay-Z when it comes to entertainers talking about award shows being pointless and even rigged, only to then walk on stage to accept an award. In fact, Jay-Z made a show of boycotting the Grammys for years, that is, until he earned enough dough and clout to get a seat at the boardroom rigging table. And the rest is the kind of awards history His family made at this year's Grammys on Sunday night, with Beyoncé becoming the most awarded singer, male or female, with 28, Jay-Z adding to his haul now at 23, and their nine-year-old daughter, Blue Ivy, beginning hers with a Grammy too. But... That means there is hope for The weekend. who, decrying the rigging game, led other singers in boycotting this year's show. Because he could be like Jay-Z in a few years. All he needs to do is hook up with the right music moguls and tech entrepreneurs to help him transition from being a music businessman to being a business man. <laughs> As Don King famously says, only in America, folks. (laughs) Incidentally, many in the media criticized the weekend for throwing a temper tantrum like a sore loser, but they willfully overlooked the truth that provoked it. After all, no less a person than former Grammy chief Deborah Dugan let the cat out of the bag just last year. That's when she was all over the media decrying how she was ousted for daring to reform the Grammys' rigged voting system. So one can hardly blame The weekend, Kanye West, and others for crying foul after being snubbed. The point, though, is that Dugan's revelations about and frustrations with the Grammys ring true for all award shows. That said, I've been decrying this meat parade in commentaries for over 15 years, except that my inspiration was more comedian Chris Rock than actor George C. Scott. Those of you of a certain age can probably recall how Rock got cancelled in 2005, way before woke cancelling became a thing. This because he had the balls to quip that, and here I quote, only gays and women watch the Oscars. <laughs> End quote. It was politically incorrect, but everybody knew what he meant. In any event, using his quip for my title, I elaborated, in more politically correct language, in a commentary on February 17, 2005. Specifically, I noted that, with all due respect to critics and members of the Academy, how much a film makes, not whether it wins an Oscar, is the generally recognised measure of its success. This especially considering that winning an Oscar is more the result of crass political campaigning than any assessment of artistic merit. I added that it might surprise, if not disillusion, many fans to learn that studios covered the Oscar for Best Picture, primarily because, as Sumner Redstone The owner of Paramount conceded in a moment of extraordinary candour, it guarantees millions more in box-office receipts." I then concluded by giving some credence to Rock's quip, which, alas, was homophobic, no matter how jocular his intent, because I admitted that I have little regard for preening pampered posers, showing off their borrowed frocks and bling-bling, as a prelude to a now four-hour show, only six minutes of which anyone really cares about. That, of course, is the time it takes to present Oscars for actor and actress in a leading role, actor and actress in a supporting role, the best director, and the best pitcher. And the host comedians do little to relieve the boredom of the interludes between these carefully spread out moments. Other than that, it's always a good show. <laughs> All the same, I have commented on the fate of award shows like the Grammys and Oscars, ever since 2005. Because, as indicated earlier, I wanted to decry how utterly rigged they are, on the one hand, and help blog them into irrelevance, on the other. This is why, even though I rarely bothered to watch, I never failed to read the reviews the morning after, or to check the ratings. And so... With all due respect to George W. Bush, I think I can fairly declare, mission accomplished. <laughs> of course, if I were like him, and far too many commentators and critics these days, I would be perfectly content to make such a declaration without providing any basis, in fact, for doing so. But I am not, except that I have found it very useful and expedient to, just to share titles to commentaries on point, because they alone speak volumes. But as always, I invite you to visit my blog to read the commentaries themselves at your leisure. Mind you, I can list titles to nearly 100 that I've written on award shows over the past 16 years. And believe it or not, I bothered to comment on only a fraction of the shows aired during that period, which only hints at the self congratulatory nature of this industry. But listing just ten of the more recent titles should suffice, bearing in mind the one I already referenced from February 2005 on the Oscars and from February 2019. On the Grammys. And with that, those titles are. 1. Emmys honoring Corey Monteith but snubbing Jack Klugman? <laughs> Boycott the show! on September 23, 2013. 2. White Guilt Behind a Claim of 12 Years a Slave on June 4, 2014. 3. The Grammys, a friggin' snooze fest. On February 9, 2015. 4. Why is any self respecting adult still watching the VMAs? On September 18, 2015. 5. Hamilton and the Triumph of Hip Hop on broadway on june 17 2016. 6. golden globes kicked off award season with a dud duh on january 12 2020. 7. ghosts of nightmares past, hashtag oscar so white again on january 14 Twenty 8. The Grammys, not only irrelevant, but rigged, on January 26, 2020. 9. Snubbed Bradley Cooper Brands Acting Awards, Utterly Meaningless, on September 9, 2020. And 10. The Weekend Wines, Grammy Awards are corrupt. Duh, on December 3, 2020. Of course, you'd be forgiven for wondering what authority I have to render judgment on the cultural viability of these shows. So let me hasten now to share some more reliable sources. For example, here is how no less an authority than TMZ the entertainment industry's most influential tabloid dissed the Video Music Awards that aired on August 31, 2015. And I quote If you missed the VMAs last night, you missed dumb people doing dumb things, wearing dumb outfits, and talking about dumb stuff. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> not to pick on the VMAs too much, but I cannot resist sharing Salon Magazine's searing indictment of this whole zeitgeist, which it handed down in the headline to its own report on that same show. It read, and I quote, The insipid hell of the VMAs. Why pop culture's obsession with big moments is cynical, stupid, And deeply boring. What are we doing still watching this thing? (laughs) End quote. Here, here. Continuing this theme, but closer in time, here is the fateful headline Bloomberg gave its March 14 report on this year's Emmy Awards. And I quote, Hollywood award shows are in freefall. Can they be saved? (laughs) End quote. Sure enough, it then reported that this year's Emmys attracted the smallest audience in at least three decades, adding that this mirrored the decline in ratings for this year's Golden Globes and presaged a similar decline for this year's Oscars. All of which brings me back to Sunday's Grammys. But a truth be told ratings for the grammys have been falling each year for good reason primarily because in this age of social media most performers apparently think the key to success is looking and behaving in a way off stage that makes what they do on stage seem almost irrelevant exhibits a and b lizzo and cardi b respectively In fact, far too many female singers seem more interested in attracting followers than in selling records. In this sense, they aspire more to be the queen of social media than the queen of pop, soul, or hip-hop. By sterling contrast, Adele not only sings like an angel, she might just be the music industry's saving grace. Unfortunately, this industry has so little to do with music talent these days that Adele performing on the Grammys is rather like Andrea Bocelli performing on So You Think You Can Dance? Uh, To be fair, the producers are finally getting it. Only this explains why they programmed this year's Grammys to play out more like a professional version of American Idol than previous shows. Live performances by the Black Pumas, Silk Sonic with their deft old-school Temptations vibe, and one or two others reportedly made the show. Hell, it might have been easy to forget you were watching an awards show. Unfortunately, even copying the idle format did not rescue the Grammys from its death spiral. Anyone who knows anything about the entertainment industry knows that Variety magazine is its bible. That's why the banner headline in its Monday edition reverberated like the almighty God rendering judgment. It read, and I quote, TV ratings. Grammy Awards hit record low. End quote. In fact, the show drew only 8.8 million viewers, down from 18.7 million just last year. Frankly, there is no denying the fading appeal of all award shows. Yet, While it is clearly disposed to reprogramming, the entertainment industry does not seem disposed to ending this annual meat parade. Therefore, I urge producers to at least reprogram each show to run no more than two hours, filling the reduced time between handing out the most popular awards with popular performances. Uh, that's it and if you liked it please subscribe it's free if you'd like to contact me I invite you to email Hall 279 at gmail.com or use the contact feature on my blog at www.ipjn.com Thank you for listening, and until the next Talking Opinions, goodbye.